0: All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active mint customers by 531.24. Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi there. It's Kate. I don't know about you, but I have a sort of shaky relationship with the holiday season. In short, it stresses me out, which makes it hard for me to think straight. In case you have a similar reaction at this time of year, this week I'm bringing you episodes designed to help you think more clearly. And in other news, I've been busy recording new episodes for a new podcast that will be coming to you early in the new year right here in the same place. These interviews I've been doing are already changing the way I think about so many things. I cannot wait to tell you more. Soon, I'll be releasing a new trailer so that you can get a little preview. In the meantime, thanks for listening to these replays. I appreciate you more than I can say. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hello, welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. I am a big believer in verbal processing. To be clear, I'm also a big believer in writing things down and journaling. I mean, obviously, I've talked about that in the... Tuesday episode of this week when I was sharing with you the practice of morning pages that came from The Artist Way. But there's something about how you say stuff to another person that kind of comes straight off the truth, like a wind that comes down a snow-covered mountain has cold in it, you know? <laughs> you're not overthinking usually when you're talking to somebody else. You're just talking. And then, boom, there it is. These words can just pop out of your mouth and you're like, wow, I really think that. Sometimes, honestly, I feel like I don't really know what I think about something until I talk to someone about it. Today, I'm sharing three ways to get your verbal processing fix so that you can start thinking more clearly about something that is vexing you. Of these three ways, one is absolutely free and two, you got to pay for But all three can help you find your way back to thinking straight. So the first way to talk through your challenge is to reach out to a trusted friend or family member or colleague and ask if they have time to help you talk through something. You know, text messages only get you so far. If there's something that you need help thinking about clearly, reach out to someone you trust and ask them to have a phone call or a Zoom meeting. You need to be in the same space at the same time, and you need to be able to hear the words that are coming out of your mouth in response to something that they said. The right family member or friend will say yes. I've been doing this recently, just reaching out to people that I love and trust and respect and asking if we can connect. I've just been kind of feeling like, what am I doing next? And I'm not really sure. And getting on the phone with these folks has been so helpful and clarifying and nourishing. And I look forward to repaying the favor to them at some point. And also, while I'm on these conversations, I always make sure to ask, what can I help them with? How could I support them? Something that you want to do before the conversation starts or at the beginning of the conversation is to set a few parameters. You want to say, like, listen, I do not want to complain, but there is something that I would love to talk through with you. And then you can tell them actually what you need. Do you want them to just listen to you and literally give you space to exercise your voice? Or do you want them to ask you questions? Are you looking for advice or are you definitely not looking for advice? Just take a minute to be like, I want to talk this out with you. I really appreciate whatever questions, whatever I'm talking about sparks in you, but I'm really not ready for advice at this point. For example, you can tailor it to however you're feeling in that day. Again, I've done this a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, and it's definitely helping me. And I think that it can help you too. I've got two more venues for you to talk through whatever's presenting itself to you that you want some help thinking through right after this break. Welcome back. Okay, so option number two is talking to a therapist. Now, you might think that in order to talk to a therapist, you might need to be feeling depressed or anxious or, I don't know, having a big problem with someone and it's stirring up all these big feelings. But therapy can also just be a space for you to share what's on your mind and get some perspective on it. I have been actually talking to a therapist from BetterHelp. BetterHelp is currently sponsoring this podcast, and they are not paying me to talk about them on this episode. I just gave it a shot, and I used the same discount code that is available to you, and it's really been helping me. (laughs) It's been so nice to have a place to bring stuff that's on my mind and get some perspective and some support around them. There are other online Therapy platforms and they can be wonderful too. Wherever you go in terms of an online therapy platform, they're going to match you with a therapist, which means you don't have to spend a lot of time trying to find the right one. And all the appointments are online. You can usually choose between video or text or maybe phone call. I'm not sure, but you can find the fit that's right for you and you don't have to leave home. Now, online therapy is not a great fit for everyone, but for me, who has two kids and tons of appointments and practices and whatnot to take people to and pick them up from, I really value not having to go anywhere. A lot of online therapists also have non-traditional hours. So if you need to talk really early in the morning or late in the evenings or even on the weekend, I'm pretty sure you can find a therapist who can accommodate that on one of these online therapy platforms. If you want to find somebody in person, you can also use the website zencare.co. I'm linking to it in the show notes. It was founded by a Brown University student, and so it started here in Rhode Island, where I live, but now it's expanded to dozens of states. And it's a really cool platform that lets you search for a therapist by specialty, by your insurance, and most therapists have posted videos so you can get a feel for them, which I really appreciate. ZenCare also coordinates the communication between you and your therapist, which is really cool. And so if you haven't heard from a therapist in a timely manner, ZenCare will nudge them. You don't have to stay on top of it. And they'll also check in with you to see how it's going. I've used ZenCare in the past and found it very useful, and it made the search a lot more manageable. You can also check out psychologytoday.com. They have a very robust therapist finder that I'm also linking to in the show notes. It's not quite as robust as Zencare, but it is still very helpful, particularly if Zencare is not in your area. And then finally, option number three is hiring a coach of some sort. Now, what's the difference between a therapist and a coach? Well, for the most part, this is the way I think of it. If you played basketball and just wanted to get better at playing basketball, you already knew how to play, basically, you would hire a coach. But if you really wanted to play basketball but you had an old ankle injury or you had an idea in your head that you could never play basketball or there was something impeding you from even getting on the court then you would work with a therapist basically there's a coach for everything out there there are so many different varieties there's health coaches relationship coaches dating coaches executive coaches coaches for small business owners life coaches personal development coaches The way I think of coaching is basically paying for mentorship and access to expertise from someone whom you develop a lovely and intimate, not super intimate, but you really do get to know each other when you're coaching in a way that you don't necessarily get to know your therapist. You're basically paying them for mentorship. I don't know about you, but I've never really had a mentor, but I've had a lot of coaches who have taught me a ton and helped me learn about myself too. I first hired a coach in 2011. The Great Recession of 2008 really didn't hit me until 2010. I was writing for magazines. In 2010, all my magazines closed. I felt like my career was dissipating before my eyes. I had two young children. I really needed to make money. I hired a coach to help me figure out what to do with my career. And I found it so powerful to have somebody who knew And I found it so powerful to have a coach in my ear, advising me, supporting me, checking in on me, that I ended up doing my coaching training. I've worked with clients over the years since then. I've also continued to hire coaches. I've joined masterminds with big coaches, and I've worked one-on-one with a very low-key coach at a few different times over the years. To me, coaching is about figuring out what you want and then getting some support and accountability in making that happen. Now, I don't advertise it much, but I do work with a couple of coaching clients at a time. They tend to be people who work for themselves and want help with business, although we spend probably two-thirds of our time talking about life stuff, relationships and making decisions, for example, and personal development stuff like self-talk and confidence. I think of the work that I do as a coach as a cross between mentoring and thought partnership. And we get to put our heads together and take a bigger view of whatever it is you're facing. And it's a ton of fun and very gratifying. And what I hear from clients is that it is really helpful. If that's something that appeals to you, just send me an email at kate at katehanley.com or DM me on Instagram at katehanleyauthor the first coaching call is always on me so we can see if we're fit and there's absolutely no pressure to continue in an official coaching relationship after that call. My intention is just to help as much as I can in those 60 minutes and see what a good next step might be. I'm also including a list of some coaches that I know personally who work in different realms and who I highly recommend. So if coaching is something that you've been wondering about, but haven't been sure where to start, there are a lot of them. (laughs) You can look in the episode notes and check out those links. That is it for me this week and our topic of thinking clearly. I hope you have a great weekend. How to be a better person's theme song left for deadish is by junior 85. The episodes are mixed by sound advice strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at beabetterpersonpodcast dot com, or you can tweet me at Kate W Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.